Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Amber Rose Presents Risque with Roxy and Ruby. I'm Roxy and I have an unapologetic approach to everything I do. Y yo soy Ruby, a traditional woman with a modern perspective on life. We're going to be talking about social media, hot topics, pop culture, relationships, politics, sports, and everything in between. Buckle up. Risque with Roxy and Ruby. Prepare for takeoff. Three, two, one. Welcome, guys, to a brand new week of Risque with Roxy and Ruby. So uh, today we have an amazing uh, show plan for you guys. I love inviting gente interesante, gente que tiene una historia, you know, bien cabrón. Like, I, and, and when I say that, I mean just like a, a story of like, si ella pudo, yo también puedo, right? So today we have our girl, uh, Marcela Arrieta. In the house. Hi, Marcela. Hi, beautiful. How are you? I'm fabulous, mama. Get a little closer to the mic. No tengas okay. miedo. I'm muerde. Ay, okay. El tamaño, mira. Oh, my God. I think we just got a specialty delivery. Ay, ay, ay. No. But listen, uh, you're an energy worker, uh, Marcela. Yes. And But before, uh, before actually, your energy work is what helped you launch your business. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. And we're going to talk about, you know, how to demystify energy work versus brujería because I think a lot of people, when they think of energy work, they think of brujería. Energy work is like black magic. Like, what do, what do you mean energy work? Like, energy work goes against the Catholic religion. Like, all that. I'm sure you've heard it all, right? Oh, God, yes. You have, right? Yes. It, it, it's funny, though, because last week I was doing a workshop for our Hispanic community. And this lady walks in and she's just checking me out. And I know, okay, I know where this is going. And the first thing she said was, is this like witchcraft? <laughs> and I looked at her and I said, yeah, if that's what you want to call it, I'm cool with that. Oh, and my God. And what did she say? She didn't say nothing because I neutralized her like on the spot. I think she was expecting me to just jump down her throat and say, you don't know this. You don't know that. I was like, yeah, sure. Whatever. Yeah, you're going to identify it the way you want to identify it. Yeah, who it's am I to true. tell you otherwise? Absolutely. So so let's talk about um let's talk about how uh your energy work launched you into launching your successful business, which is uh, tell them what you do. Okay, I make handcrafted soap. I mean the best freaking handcrafted soap in the world. Yes. I know cuz I make it. So um you know many years ago I used to have many businesses, but ever since I was a kid I knew that I was destined to be something on this earth and meant to do good you know you have that feeling you just don't know how the hell to get it done yeah and i was surrounded by great women my mom and my grandmother they were chingonas fregonas like they figure stuff out like that okay yeah we would go down to downtown la the alleys 
And that's how I learn how to hustle, girl. I know where to get stuff, okay? Yeah, so now I know. When I need some hot, like, okay, Marcela, what street? Is it Santee? Is it Crocker? Maple? Maple? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call you whenever I need to get anything in downtown because, listen, I get confused sometimes in those downtown L.A. streets. Seriously? I, I do. Sometimes I'm, and I've been, I'm in downtown L.A. all the time, and I still get confused, and I still go down one way. The other day, I almost got killed going down a month, one way. I was like, ah! I just saw like 20 cars coming at me. I was yeah. like, wrong street. <laughs> totally. So I started, you know, a few businesses and all of them just like within six months gone. Like I tanked them big time. Okay. Imagine this. A lot of your listeners are familiar with Huntington Park. Yes. Pacific Boulevard. Yep. How many freaking people walk on Pacific Boulevard on a daily? Thousands, right? Yeah, thousands. Okay. I had an eyebrow threading studio there in six months. I ran it to the ground. How? Exactly. You just didn't really know what you were doing? That's part of it. The other part, I didn't know it at that time, but it turns out, you know, that we self-sabotage ourselves all the freaking time. Yeah. It's like, I'm not worthy of this. Um, I don't have enough money. You name it, everything is there. And then your thoughts and your words become your actions. Mm -hmm. And then that's what presents for you in your life. So that's what happened to me with all of these little businesses on the side. And it got to a point where... I was like, okay, I still feel this need that I need to do something, but I'm going to fuck it up again. So how do I do this? What do yeah. I do? So how did you and how did you make your way into energy work? You guys have heard of what a ghost illness is? No. Okay, so it's like when, when you're having pains or discomforts and you go to every doctor under the book and they say, there's nothing wrong with you. You're depressed. Here are some pills. Oh, God. Is this like a poltergeist type of thing? Yes. Ah. <laughs> Poltergeist hey, is a scary I, ass I, movie. I love stuff, so it's it's. I, I love the paranormal uh, stuff, so I'm kind of into it. I and know. Brujeria, so <laughs> I have a family background in it. Yeah, <laughs> do same you? Year. Yeah, my, Hold on, my, is... my my tío's a, a warlock in Mexico. <gasps> What's a warlock? It's like a male witch. Yeah, yeah, but a good one. The, yeah. yeah, it's like Star Wars. You know, you're with the force or you're not. Mm -hmm. One or the other. My background is with that too. My mom, she has phenomenal psychic abilities. They call her nickname her La Brujita. I kid you not. And she's in Mexico. No, no, no. She oh, she's here. She talks to dead people. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, seeing that lineage, and I knew from since I was a little kid, like, the craziest shit would happen to me, like, intuition-wise and just, just knowing stuff. And I knew, I'm not normal. Something's up here. Something's up. Yeah. So all of that, I got, like I said, I got very, very sick. And then I had, here comes a poltergeist story, okay? In a good way. One morning, the doctor had said, you know, you're pretty much going to die. Like, literally. Cause oh, God, seriously, some doctors give you no fucking They have no heart. heart. <laughs> I remember one time when we were growing up, some doctor tried to uh, diagnose my mom with MS, multiple sclerosis. And they're like, you have MS, da 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 My mom's like, what? Like, no way. Like, I do not have MS. And she refused to believe and accept that she had multiple sclerosis. And guess what? My mom never got multiple sclerosis. So it's like, just because the doctor diagnoses you doesn't mean that that's your diagnosis from god like i'm not even trying to get religious but but still like she never developed ms but the well it's mind over matter though but you see we have to think that not everybody has that strong willpower so we all have to go through that process and for me it was like the pills and i, I was feeling depressed and stuff like that and then all of a sudden like something switched the lights off not the lights in a room just like out of a sudden the lights were out 
and I felt this immense peace. I felt so comfortable. And then my body started feeling like it was floating above my bed. And I still felt like cool, whatever, right? And then, like, you know, cuando dicen que se te sube el muerto? Aha. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've that's, never experienced that. That's what happened to me. So when they say cuando se te sube el muerto is that you're conscious, you know what the hell's going around, but you can't move. It's like there, there's this paralysis. So that's what was happening to me. But usually I would freak out, but that time I felt immensely peaceful, which was weird. And then my hands started to move in these weird ways that I had never ever experienced and I felt like this immense seat on my my um, tummy area where I was having a lot of the issues and I just thought when I woke up from that I thought, okay that's a nightmare I'm scared because the doctor said this this and that okay two weeks later I go back to a doctor for the results and he's like what have you been doing have you been drinking something I'm like no okay well you're fine there's nothing wrong with you anymore I'm like what the fuck oh my god and that right there was a sign I started Googling all of this hands, heal, whatever. And the first thing that came up was that energy healing. But you know, you know how they say that you receive signs from the universe like on a daily? And yes. we just don't listen because we're like stubborn. Yep. Me, I'm a Capricorn, stubborn as hell. So I received many signs from the universe prior to that. And I just didn't want to listen. So they probably said, Esta canija ocupa que le jalemos la oreja. Yeah. Something more tangible. Like, it was so real. Like, I'm, I'm sharing it with you right now, and I'm reliving that moment, the sense, everything. And that's what got me onto this path. Yeah, so so how do you differentiate, like, brujería? Because I know there's good brujería, there's white magic, and then there's black magic, right? So white magic, would you consider it maybe, like, healing energy work? Yeah. White magic? Yeah, right? Yeah, well, everything is brujería. As I was sharing with you earlier, you know, is that witchcraft? Yeah, it just depends how you see it. But unfortunately, I think in the Hispanic community, in the Latino community, when you hear brujería, automatically you know there's something bad. There's something yes. weird. Like someone coming up to you and getting a, a rag doll and, you know, I don't know, putting something. Santería. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I mean, I've heard crazy-ass stories of, like, this the, this girl that used to do my nails, she said that her suegra, like, didn't like her. Y que la fue enterrar. Y que no sé qué. And then that, that she went to go get a reading somewhere. And that the the person that gave her a reading was like, a ti te enterraron. Tienes que ir por acá en un árbol detrás de la casa de tu suegra. And, like, dig. And she went and she followed and she found a doll. Like, she had enterrar her with her picture and so that shit is real too Marcela oh heck yeah let's talk about that there's there's evil people that use this brujería in a negative bad way I mean that that's karma right if oh, you're gonna do that time karma I, I you know I've worked with many people a client that that she was having a lot of difficulties with her relationships you know she couldn't keep a relationship and then one day she said you know like two years ago I went to this um santero or whatever they call them the shamans in Huntington Park. <laughs> and I, I said, amarre. I want that boyfriend back. So they Ooh. did that. Yes. And I, that's exactly what I said. And she goes, what? And I go, karmically, you broke up a relationship. Like the dude was happy with someone else. You broke up that relationship. And I go, so what happened to that guy? Oh, we were together like for three months and it didn't work out. I'm like, your karma, karma came back and bit you in the ass. Mm. So all of that is the 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 bad or the negative uh, brujería aspect. Because again, you think of brujería, and you, automatically I would think it's something negative. Because yeah. that's the way I was pre the, the ideas. Mm-hmm. 
Wow, that's so interesting, Marcela. And I actually, me and Marcela actually met because you reached out to me on, she sent me a DM on Instagram. And I had an energy uh, healing session with you in a moment in my life where, like, I needed you. Like, you felt my vibe through social media. It was fucking crazy. I was like, who is this crazy lady? But then I saw that a couple of my friends that I respect, like, knew you. And I was like, you know what? Like, I'm going to go have a session with her. And I loved it. But it was short. So we need to actually have, like, a, a, a... full session because we, I had to cut it short because I had to leave somewhere mm-hmm. right but but um what made you reach out to me Marcela like what made you say like I'm, I'm gonna slip into Roxy's DMs you know what we're all connected we're all spiritually spiritually connected we're swimming in this huge huge ocean of energy so I feel that when we're meant to work with someone or meant to reach out to someone there's that little subtle message that encourages you to do that and that's what I felt with you I've actually reached out to another friend which is a mutual friend of yours as well kind of on the same time and it happens to be that she was going through some difficulty in her life that was in public mm-hmm. and I said look I know I sound crazy but hear me out esto y esto y esto and she's like oh shit <laughs> Because, you know, I would do the same thing if someone reached out to me and said, hey, you know, um, we're soul sisters or whatever. I'm like, excuse me? Bye. But, you know, here's the here's the trippy thing. Even if I tried to just not do anything, the energy is so persistent that the more I try to ignore it, the more it comes to my face. Like, I have wow. to do it. Yeah, you have to obey. You have to allow yourself to be guided. Yeah, and when I open myself up to that guidance, the right words come out. Yes. And so with this energy healing work, how do you infuse this energy into your soaps? Because there has to, right? Do you do you infuse them with energy? Yeah, well, everything is energy. Even this amazing glass that I'm drinking right now. This glass of champagne <laughs> that yes. everyone everyone is drinking champagne in front of me and I'm, I'm on 10 day detox and I'm over here dying because I can't drink champagne. Don't worry, I got you boo because I'm going to drink it for you. Hey. Okay, yes. drink it. Um, seriously, it's a 10 day detox and it, it's I'm, I'm ready to cut it short five days because I'm like, fuck this. But you know what? It's okay. My body is realigning. It's re-energizing itself and it's all good but fuck. I, I want a bottle. I can see it. I, what? You can see what? That I want wine or that I'm no, glowing. that you're glowing. <laughs> She's cleansing her energy. <laughs> I look at it's it's a pretty cool uh, detox that I'm doing because it's like I could still eat. I just can't do um gluten, alcohol, uh sugar, beef, and um what else? Uh, what else did I say? Caffeine. Caffeine. <gasps> yeah. Anything but coffee. And I can't and you know, a lot of people don't know that coffee, like coffee is bad, is bad for my blood type, but that's like a whole nother episode. I'm going to bring my mom in one day to talk about eating right according to your blood type, because when you do, there's certain foods that align with your body and certain foods that don't. So blood type O, coffee is like poison to us, believe it or not. So when I drink coffee, I become sluggish like a snail. I know a lot of people are like, oh my God, coffee gives me energy. I'm more like, fuck, I could go to sleep. I could drink coffee at midnight and go to sleep in 10 minutes later. Well, that's how I found out that uh, beef and pork and all of that was really poisoning my body because I'm a positive. Oh, so, so you're, you're supposed to lead a, a vegetable. Yeah, vegan base. per se. You know, very minimal seafood and poultry, yep. if at all. But I didn't know this. This was prior to me coming into the whole energy healing thing. It was, um, I was getting really sick after I ate any form of like beef or pork. Hey, the body talks, girl. Yeah, but it was like this, like you said, when if you drink coffee or for your blood type, you're just like, that was me. And I had panic attacks at night, like three in the morning. I wanted to jump off my window, like out. I was out. And I started researching and I came across that book. Yep. 
and boom, I knew why. Dude, listen, I've seen my mom transform people's health like, uh, like uh, unbelievable, like unbelievable. Just because it's kind of like it's like your body is a system, right? Like it's like us driving cars. If we run a red light, there's going to be consequences. Oh yes, we're gonna get hit. So it's like the body is the same thing, but a lot of people are like, oh yeah, that's bullshit. It hasn't been proven by the American Heart Association and you know everybody in the United States needs scientific proof for fucking everything. And I'm like, dude, it doesn't matter if it's not scientifically proven. If my mom sees people transform like within months, right? So, anyways, coming back, we're gonna be talking about um. What is what are chakras? Because I know a lot of people are like, what the hell is a chakra? There's supposed to be seven chakras to the body, but I know there's a lot more, mm -hmm. right? There's like above. They go like above and beyond. And then like they're rooted chakras. I've been studying about And inside too. And inside we're going to be talking about chakras, um, how to protect your energy and how to tune your energy up. Because I know a lot of us can surround ourselves with people that suck your energy and it's like oh my god and sometimes those people are family and you're like how am i supposed to detach myself from my own family sometimes you got to do it all right we're coming back on risque with roxy and ruby Dimelo, it's your boy young hollywood aka bobby we're here on amber rose presents risque with roxy and ruby on cbs play.it Oh, man, we're back. Risque with Roxy and Ruby. I love talking about um, energy, energy work, and and just, you know, it's so funny because I think a lot of people, once they think of energy work, they think of, they, th they just automatically think negatively. But me, when I think of energy work, I think of, I think of positive stuff. I think of... Um, People like you, you know what I mean? Que me dan buenas vibras that can send me healing energy from a distance because that's possible. Remember when I was um, going through my little emotional situation? I would hit up Marcela and she was like, girl, I'm sending you healing energy from afar and it would work. I would feel this like sense of peace, like just mentally, you know what I mean? So so let's talk, Marcela, about what, how do you, how can people protect their energy you know, because I think right now uh, a trending accessory is like the evil eye, right? Like me, I never leave my house with like some type of some type of pendant, you know, whether it's the Virgen Maria or whether it's um, the Hamsa hand with the evil eye in it or with the eye with the I don't even say I don't even think it's the evil eye. It's the all seeing eye. Right. Yes. Um, let's talk about how, how can people protect their energy? Because I think a lot of people in our society nowadays focus on the haters. A lot. Like, everybody's like, oh, well, the haters. I hate that word. Haters? I can't stand that word. It annoys me. Because I'm like, I focus on the lovers. I don't got time to focus on the haters. You know what I mean? So how do we protect our energy? Well, you have to be aware of what, where you're at, your environment. And sometimes, you know, nos quejamos, but we don't do nothing to get ourselves out of that situation or she that environment. Say, we don't do shit. We don't. <laughs> and I'm one of those. I add myself to the we because you have to realize that, you know, you're, you could be in an environment that's very toxic for you, but then again, we're not aware or we don't want to be aware and we complain and bitch about it and do nothing about it. But there is the other aspect that, you know, we don't have a choice sometimes. Like, we're there for, for now. So a good way of protecting your energy is exactly what you just mentioned. The accessories that you have, they have a meaning behind that. So growing up, my mom would buy us uh, los ojos. Yes. And she would put them around our, our in a necklace. Mm -hmm. And she would say, es para que mantener el, el mal de ojo away. Yeah. It works. You know why it worked? It was because of her faith. Yeah, that's why. It's not just putting it on and looking pretty. No, it, there has to be a faith because with faith is energy attached. And that's what makes it work. I agree. 
it's like praying but not believing in your prayer, right? Yeah, it's like you got to believe in what you're asking God for or requesting or thanking yes. him for. Te puedes coler una piñata and if you have faith it's going to protect you. It's going to protect you. That's true. That's so true. Like seriously, it will. Yeah, so like what do you do before you leave your house? Do you kind of like put yourself in like an imaginary bubble or something? I I know that is, agua bendita or what? <laughs> no, I'm not I'm not that dramatic. I I I I tend to be one of the energy many few energy healers that are that are not that dramatic with all respects to the ones that are out there. It's just simple. It's just knowing that it's taken care of. That Ooh, it, I like that. Because if you keep reminding yourself then that means that there's some form of lack of faith behind that. Mm-hmm. So if you keep saying Dios protégeme esto esto every five minutes then the faith is not all there. You just know it's being taken care of. End of story. Mm. God, that's really what f- true faith is, right? Yes. It's just knowing like it is handled end of story. And that is one of the most challenging things to accomplish. Re- I-, I still go through challenges myself. It's like, okay, I'm going through all this shit or whatever and then I have to stop myself and say, okay, there's no need for me to be feeling this way. Okay, Diosito, here. Just take it. Like, f- you figure it out. You know what's happening. And just show me the way. And it's all good. And then I feel like, oh. Yeah. Like, 20 Gosh, pounds peace. got lifted. Yeah. Huh? But it doesn't always happen that way. So, I re- I, I know that. It, it, it doesn't always happen that way. So, so part of, of what I want to share and what I want to do is to empower people to get to that level and more. Yeah. What do they say? My mom always reminds me of the little dicho, let go, let God, you know, like really let go and give it to him. And listen, we're not even trying to get religious with you on here, but I think we're talking like this because obviously we, I think everybody, unless you're atheist, everybody (laughs) has some type of higher power, whether it's Buddha, by the way, Marcela, thank you for this amazing Buddha that you gave me. I collect Buddhas and I love, love receiving Buddhas from other people because it's like, I just feel like it blesses my life. And isn't it funny that it's uh, something you put, could put on your wall and hang something so you could hang your problems on there. Yes. And then Buddha take care of it. That's right. Hang them <laughs> I remember one time my dad came over to my house because, you know, I was born, I was, you know, raised Catolica, mm-hmm. Apostolica, Santa Cachucha, everything, right? <laughs> church every Sunday. I was a monaguilla. I would go to, you know, I was part of the youth group. It was like church, 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 church. They churched me out, girl. <laughs> now my only church is like Joe Olstein in my car, Sirius Satellite Radio, for real. But I remember... Um, where's that going with this? Oh yeah, no, no, I just lost my train of thought. Holy <laughs> shit, I hate when that happens. Don't you hate when that happens? Oh my god, well, for I was me, going somewhere I would, with I would, this. I would, Jesus, growing up, um, I was told to give people if they had bad energy or if they were atheist, I would gift people with uh, flowers, white flowers, because white is is purity. So it sucks up all that. Uh, bad bad energy i would sleep with water under my bed a white candle making sure that it sucked anything white would suck up negative energy because i i was i was growing up and they told me that i was a fairy and <laughs> not, <laughs> not to make fun of it but that i was a fairy in the world of, of the brujeria mm-hmm. stuff and that i suck up negative energy so i have to figure i had to figure out, out a way how to release it and just white flowers candles and water under my bed would just take that away yeah, wow. for, yeah, first of all, we're human beings. Everybody has shit. Yeah. I'm not special. I'm not perfect. Uh, I'm walking around with a lot of negative energy right now and and positive too. I mean, it's just the way energy works. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole thing, you know, growing up Mexican, Catholic is like they they put so much emphasis on on the negative aspect of the energy that that we forget about the positive aspects. Exactly. So when I hear stuff like that, it's like, okay, well, I mean, like that lady is like sure witchcraft whatever 
Yeah. I, okay. I got I, I got my train of thought back. So I remember one time. So in my living room, I I've been collecting Buddhas for years. And when I was like on traditional radio, I would I would run into fans like at live appearances, and they would come with the Buddha. And so I have a lot of Buddhas from big to small to Literally huge. A lot. I have of a huge Buddha head in my backyard that my BFF Vanessa delivered to my house on my birthday last year. It was like got a, a, a doorbell ring, and I'm thinking, oh my god, my ex boyfriend totally outdid himself. I thought it was something from him. No, it wasn't. Girl. A big old cabeza. It was a big old Buddha <laughs> head from Vanessa. And I was like, oh my gosh, it made my birthday so special. Special, you know, because like the backyard was decorated and it was just like an accessory to add to my backyard. But I remember my dad came over to my house one day. And he was like, e- e-, you know, he's Salvi. He's like, ¿Y vos? ¿Y vos por qué tenés tantos Buddhas aquí? En tu casa. Like, ¿qué te pasa? And I was like, um, I collect them. He was like, do you even know anything about Buddha? Like, And I said, yeah, I've read the Buddhist, like his teachings, and I love them, and I'm constantly trying to, to I don't chant, you know, the, um, the what, what's that, the, the, the oh, chant? Nam Yo-Ho. Yeah, Nam Yo, Nam Yo, Nam Yo, Like, they okay, chant nonstop, right? <laughs> I don't chant none of that, but I love the Buddhist teachings. Like, they're amazing. We could all learn from Buddhist teachings. and But I, just, I don't sit there and pray to Buddha. You know, to me, Buddha represents serenity, calmness, like centeredness, focus. And so my dad started lecturing me. He was like, mira. And he got into his like, salvi dad vibe. He's like, mira. And I was like, oh, shit, here it goes. And he was like, hay un solo Dios. And he just like, and, and I was like, you know, I was letting my dad talk. And I love my dad and my, my mom and just parents because our parents are put on this planet to guide us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that they're supposed to tell you whether, even if we agree with it or not. And so he was like, there's only one God that you need to be adoring and, and praying to, not Buddha. And I was like, dad, I don't pray to Buddha. It's just really like symbolic of peace and serenity in my home. Mm-hmm. But if you think I'm praying to him, because I had candles lit and all, you know, because oh, candles, candles contribute to like serenity, you know. Yes. But I, mm-hmm. I have this one Buddha that like has a thing underneath him and he could hold a candle. So I had the candles lit. So, and he's like, solo falta que le pongas, you know, uh, manzanas. Because you know, when you go to the nail salons, you see like yes. all the chinitas for fruit <laughs> and shit. The incense. He's like, all you need. And I was like, I, it just looked wrong. You know, to my dad. And so he checked me and he made sure that he's like, there's only one God. And that's the only God you got to be praying to. And I was like, Dad, thank you. Like, I, I do. I check in with him everywhere. On the toilet, in the shower, <laughs> while I'm driving. You know, I, you know, because seriously, growing up, when I was, when I was really, when they had us really into church, like, I thought the only place you could pray to God to was at church. Yeah, me Like, too. when you kneeled, and it's like, I have to be kneeling because, oh, my God, and, and if I'm not, God is going to punish you. And it's like, my whole perspective on God has changed now. It's it's like I could check in wherever, however, I could talk to him however I want to be like, God, excuse me, but I'm pissed yeah. and I'm questioning why you're doing this in my life right now. Right. You know, at the end of the day, he's the all knowing and almighty. But listen, it's everybody has their own unique relationship with the higher power. Yeah. And for me, when I came onto the whole spiritual life uh, or world or whatever we want to call it, for me, that whole thing demystified. It was like, oh, wait, every religion is doing this and that's OK. And I'm OK with it for me is like. It all stems from one source. You know, a tree? Yeah. It can have different branches and it has different leaves and fruits and whatever. It doesn't matter where you pluck them from. Ultimately, everything comes from the root. Exactly. Yeah. So it's one source. But but again, I, I completely understand the, the point of view of where other people are coming from. So I get on their level. I don't expect them to come to my level because, again, it's no level. It's just understanding and perspectives. Yeah. So I get on their level and that's how we communicate. 
because we have to respect everyone. That's one of the major issues that is going on right now. That doesn't mean you agree with the person. Is you agree to disagree? Have a nice day. Bye. I'm yeah. Out of here. And it's not even in like a hateful way. Like, oh my gosh, people that go vegan, right? And I'm actually thinking about going vegan, but my mom told me no, that it's gonna fuck up my skin. And not like, <laughs> but she's like, you need to just continue eating right according to your blood type. Like, just so I'm reading the 22 Day Revolution, which is like a book about plant based eating, and I just really want to understand why vegans turn vegan right because supposedly it's just like better you have more energy and all this stuff so i'm i'm reading i'm gonna educate myself before i make a wise decision but um she was just why am i losing my train of thought today you guys so much i'm supposed to be, i think this detox has me tripping <laughs> i think i need some it's part of the detox honey you're oh going my God, you're, going, I'm you're like, going through withdrawals i'm like yes i'm She's like smelling all of this and, and looking at all says of getting this <laughs> air in my head oh my gosh i'm feeling airy for reals <laughs> but my mom what was my point of telling gosh i can't <laughs> i need a glass of wine about the detox and making sure that you at least eat meat no okay. i don't know where i was going with this i never lose my chain of thought this much when i'm on the air Ooh, pues. oh anyways you guys i need i need some well question <laughs> so since you're a healer what type of healing do you do like are you like are, do you see it do you feel it uh do you uh, there's some that take pictures and see auras there's some that are just the the mind readers like what type of healing do you do the area that I specialize in, mm-hmm. and I see them as a blessing because you, ha- we all have gifts. Is I see energy and I sense energy. Okay. So for me, it, it when I tune, it's not like I go around walking and looking at everybody's energy. <laughs> Can I do that? Yeah, but I choose not to. Right. Right. You so might scare people. I, I do. I've had gypsies come up to me at the mall, and I'm like, no, bitch, you want 150 dollars for some candles? But it could be tiring too if right. she if she feels all the energy all the time. Yeah, so. but but there's a way I learn how to disconnect from all of that. Yeah, and mm-hmm. block it because that's not my shit. Right. I'm dealing with my own stuff. Imagine piling out everybody <laughs> else's stuff. No, thank you. I've been there. No gracias. So. Today I had lunch with this girl and she said, so what do you see? So she's inviting me to see, okay, you have permission to come into my energy or whatever, right? So you have to be invited? Not always. You know, they don't have to necessarily say, what do you see? It's just like, okay, let's have this, this, let's work. Like when you, you said, yeah, okay, I'll go over. Right there and then you were giving me permission to tap into your energy. Yes. So it's that permission. Yeah. Because it's crazy, you know, tapping into people's energy. But yeah, I mean, that's the especially... What I tend to to use is seeing the energy and sensing the energy for the benefit of the person is what's going to help them heal from X, Y, and Z. And it's not just physical. It could be something emotional. It could be something psychological or even spiritual. Yeah. So you tap into those things. And the more I tap into them, the more things pop up for the benefit of that person. And you use crystals too, right? Yes, to do healing. Okay, why crystals? I, you know, Kim Kardashian just launched her her fragrance, oh. and she made how much did she make in the first day? She made like ten, 10 million dollars. Yeah. Okay, profit on Pocket the change. first day <laughs> right? that she launched it, and it's like you know, God bless that family and their hustle. When people hate on the Kardashians, I'm like, look. I told my mom, mom, if I could do a porn video and it would guarantee <laughs> that my whole family would be taken care of, I would go do it. And she's like, oh my gosh. And you know, my mom like loves God and she's like, mijita, I hope. And I said, mom, I'm telling you right now, if I knew that my whole family would be set, I would go, go do an amazing porn. Are you kidding me? Good but it's Lord. about the hustle. You yeah. you just said it. It's about the hustle. It's what you do with what you have. But her, her, you know, she's really into crystals, and she got really into crystals after the whole Paris robbery. And so now her perfume bottles are all crystal based, and, and they we, come enclosed in in, in, a, in a case or in a box with crystals underneath. So, so it's I like, thought that was so, it's so cool. cool. But you see, he, 
I'm no expert in this, but here sometimes we need a tragedy in our lives to just smack some sense into you. Oh That's what God, happened that to me when so I got true. sick. I mean, like I was on the door of death and I got my ass slapped and it just like woke me up. Like it woke me up. So crystals amplify energy. That's yeah. why I use an, um, crystals sometimes because they amplify the energy. They're just kind of like a projector yeah. or I just use my hands. Yeah, I feel like we're very much in like a crystal healing society, but that's mm-hmm. good because as much as people want to focus on everything bad that's happening in the world, like Trump, the first problem, right? The wall and the terror attacks and Vegas <laughs> okay, girl, and Europe and all this <laughs> bullshit happening. As much as people want to focus on that, there are a lot of positive things we could focus on too, like healing work and about how there's just a lot of people that are out there doing this work. And I feel like, it's kind of like the shift in the paradigm that's happening right now, but everybody wants to focus on the negative. And I'm like, dude, I know a lot of amazing people that are doing a lot of amazing things, and I focus on that. And I think when you focus on that, you manifest a lot more of that in your life because you're choosing to not. It's like, I wish I could save the world, and I wish I could help people that have mental problems. And yes, this is why we had Dr. Dotson on our show last week because there are mental health issues, and yes. it's like recognizing that there that there there is, you know what I mean. And then going to see somebody like like you to get healed. Yeah, it's it's all complementary. You have to get your you know um, your doctor. You have to follow whatever your doctor says. But not really. Well, I'm such a rebel <laughs> against doctors. I agree with you on that, but I'm not. I'm not a doctor, so I always say I'm not a doctor. But on an energy level, this is what's going on. You take it from there. Yeah. The other thing is what you mentioned. There's so much negative shit going on. It always has been. There always will be. The difference is that we have sh- social media and we find out about stuff like that. Yes. So the more we focus on anything, the more we fertilize it. So imagine all of this consciousness, billions of people focusing on one single negative thing. What do you think that's going to happen? Yeah, that's when people talk about there's going to be a big ass earthquake in California. I'm like, stop saying that shit. <laughs> you guys are all manifest it. <laughs> you're all going to create this world to shake. Yeah, LA is doing just fine. Fuck that. When people talk about an earthquake, I'm like, no, ni madres. I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. I swear. In the name of Buddha, in the name of Allah, all whatever. of them. Yeah, and there was this one person who told me not long ago, he's a very well-known person and stuff like that. He said, you know, what you're trying to do is very difficult and you're going to come across a lot of challenges. So you need to make sure you want to do what you want to keep on doing. And I looked at him and I said, without a doubt, I know I'm heading up a mountain. I don't give a fuck. I would do it all over again because there is a need for this kind of information, whether it's for me, whether it's from from the Dalai Lama, whether it's from Janice across the street who does uh, crystal healing. I don't care. Just go and get it done. Yes. Amen. It's uh, Marcela. Where can people find you on social media? Uh, it could be found under Marcela Arrieta. Arrieta. That's A-R-R-I-E T-A. Yes. Yes. You got to roll those R's. Arrieta. Oh. oh, my God. It was a pleasure having you. I love having you as my friend because whenever I'm going through some stuff, I'm like, what do you see? What do you feel? And sometimes I don't even have to text you. You text me. You're like, I see more, Roxy. And I'm like, "Is do you see the father of my twins anytime soon? Is he near me? Is he in the vicinity of my energy space? I remember that. I choose to believe that he is. Is he black? Is he white? Oh is he gosh. Middle Eastern? <laughs> are, are we going to have a destination wedding? Just kidding. <laughs> That's a little too much. I'm getting yeah. crazy now. All right, guys. We'll be back on Risque with Roxy and Ruby. Yo, hola, yo soy Juan Rivera, and you're listening to Risque with Roxy and Ruby on CBS's Play.it. Let's get it. All right, guys. Welcome. 
Welcome back. So today I I'm really excited to introduce our next guest. Uh, you are why? Because we're gonna tap into the mysterious things that. I guess dreams are always mysterious, right? Miss um, Kelly Sullivan Walden, welcome to Risque with Roxy and Ruby. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be with you, you wild women, you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ruby and I are definitely wild women. And um, and you are representing both of you, so I can feel that she's in the room with us yes, in spirit anyway. Absolutely. So you're on a mission to awaken the world to the power of dreams. I'm on a mission. You are. And you've mm-hmm. authored 10 books. Yep. That is gold right there oh thank you since what when did you know that you were a writer oh my god I I actually really resisted it I didn't I I still don't really think of myself as a writer which is funny I just feel like I've got stories to tell and I've got a message and it just kind of comes out but I, I think I I mean I guess around the time that my first book came out my husband at the time I was working with him in a studio I was recording hypnotherapy CDs and he would say you should write that down that was good and I was like what really me so I he was the first person I ever shared anything that I would write and he was like that's so he was my champion he was your encourager he was the wind beneath my wings Uh, and he still is there's nothing like a man that can inspire you like that oh yeah I I used to have an ex-boyfriend like that um not my current my last one that every time I had a business idea he always would say you know what let me help you come up with the business plan and he was the one that would I'm like a business plan and because he had his own businesses and I'm like okay and he would just Mm. lay it out for me like a blueprint and I'm like that's very special why did we break up right (laughs) exactly well I had always been attracted to men that really didn't want me to have a career they were always a little jealous of anything I was doing in the world they wanted me to be all about them and Dana was he was a work colleague that we just had this great connection with I didn't think that we would ever have a relationship but he was so supportive of my soul and my what I wanted to do in the world and I ended up falling in love with him and a dream got Guided me there, actually. A, a very dream? bizarre dream. We're Let talking about this because you brought two of your books, and one of them is Love, Sex, and Relationship Dream Dictionary. Your or in guide, French, you say. Or in French. Visionnaire erotique de rêve. <laughs> I just have to say that. <laughs> wow, your book is translated in French. That's amazing. Just now. It just, just happened. So this is your guide to interpreting a thousand common dreams and symbols about your romantic life. Mm-hmm. And it's so crazy because I was sharing with you in the lobby before we were walking in that a lot of times in the more you know i don't know how common this is but a lot of times i think we all dream but sometimes mm-hmm. you don't remember exactly what you dreamt oh well yeah that happens more often than not yes yeah. why is that why, why it's like like you know your mind might have been traveling you know while you were asleep yeah but why is it that it doesn't come to the surface and then some other times you wake up and i'm like I, like I currently had a dream or mm. recently had a dream that Mark Anthony mm. and this other DJ that I know that mm. I haven't talked to in a while both died in a plane crash <gasps> the same day. Oh. And I was like, oh, oh, like I know because I know sometimes death can mean something positive. So I was like, yes. what? Why am I dreaming plane crashes? Oh, my goodness. OK, well, every once in a while, those can be pre- predictive dreams. But more often than not, our dreams are very symbolic. They speak in the language of symbols. So an 
airplane can represent think going somewhere wanting to take off maybe before it's too before it's ready so if it crashes it's like mm, maybe this wasn't the right project and any man and you're in a woman's dream is going to represent the masculine side of herself and if it's a celebrity it might represent the celebrity a- aspect of self so the masculine is like the outgoing part usually the feminine is more like come to me baby more of the f- like receptive so i would say that maybe there's some masculine part that's like maybe pushing for something before it was really time to take off and it crashing it could be all right well that's the ending of one chapter but it's the beginning of the next so what's oh, the what's the yeah. new thing what's the better thing that this could that you could plug yourself into i was going through a well i've been going through a breakup so that's probably what it what it was oh it's, okay plane well, crash that shit didn't work oh <laughs> Oh, yeah. But it's great, though, that you that you dreamt about it. It means that your subconscious mind is helping you to clear it out so that the the baggage can be out of the way. So by the time you're in love next time, you'll be like new, like a virgin. Yes. Oh, my God. For the very first time. I'm going to tell you, I've been feeling like a virgin lately. (laughs) Snap. I mean, seriously, I think this vagina is tight at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) Anthony is looking at me like, what the hell? Stop. I record with you every week. He's very visual. He just went there in his mind and he can't get it out of his mind it's tight (laughs) i mean i'm just saying i mean Mm -hmm. i i when you're with somebody i was with somebody he's like uh, sweating over there now yeah when you're with somebody for five years and you live with each other you can have sex whenever you want and when when you don't are you guys a couple no oh sorry Okay. No, no, no. He's our engineer. In a past life. I'm sorry. I was looking at a past life. You In a past were... life, we were connected, <laughs> we Anthony. Were totally connected. Well, she likes me. I'm a Scorpio. That because she she that's all she likes is Scorpios. Oh. Scorpios. You know, my last three relationships have been Scorpios. It's crazy oh. because they all, all my been... hu- all my boyfriends and my husband's exes are Scorpios. Really? And they all hate me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very compatible with Scorpios, and I don't. I mean, I kind of believe in the astrological signs and all. I think sometimes oh. I think it's bullshit, but Sometimes I'm like, you know, I mean, it could be some kind of truth. Oh, are you it. kidding? Absolutely. I mean, we are totally connected to the stars and to this to the planets. I mean, we are absolutely in, influenced by those things. I mean, it's, yeah. and it's not always to the letter because we're looking at mostly our sun sign, which is 80% of ourselves. It's not our whole self. So there's different gradations. But I think we can definitely get something if we're open to it. From from all of those esoteric modalities. Yeah. So you're you're known as America's premier dream expert. You're the number one best selling author of Had the Strangest Dreams and It's All in Your Dreams, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Dreams and Premonitions, Love, Sex and Relief. I mean, ten books. Mm-hmm. I could go on and on, right? And you're also a certified clinical hypnotherapist, inspirational speaker, and the founder of Dream Life Coach Training. Mm-hmm. So you are an accomplished woman. I love that. Thank you. I'm in good company. Thank you. Yes, yes. And so you were saying that before you met your husband, you had a dream that led you there? Well, I'm. he was already a friend of mine. I was dating somebody else who I might have married, who was kind of, you know, more perfect for me, like on, on paper. He was tall, dark, handsome doing well you know all those things but in my dream so this is it's a crazy dream i'll tell you quick okay in my dream there were two dragonflies (laughs) it's already weird and one was perfect and the other one had a broken wing and this woman walked in and said i want the perfect one and she kind of took it and took off and i was like okay hey you want it more than i do I'll, i'll take this one that's broken and i took it out of the cage and it became a thousand dragonflies it became magical and i was like and i 
somehow knew that the broken one, because my husband at that time was going through a divorce and had baggage and all like kids and just drama. And the guy I was dating had never been married. He was kind of perfect. Right. He was perfect, but he wasn't for me. And the one that was kind of broken was a thousand dragonflies for the price of one. And I knew in my dream that one's Dana. And I was like, Oh my and god. And it was clear to you at that moment. It was moment? so clear. And but I was still in the relationship with the other guy, but I woke up with this information like, "Oh my god, and Dana's just my friend, and how am I going to what am I going to say to him?" But it turns out he is a thousand dragonflies, and he wasn't what I had on my page of like exactly how he was supposed to be. But I always think, and I've heard this since Dana and I got married that when a relationship is really of the soul, it's a little bit odd. It's going to be a little strange. It's not going to be like all peaches and cream no 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 stepford going on yeah if it's really of the soul if it's real if it's real that soul connection because i feel like the soul (laughs) is not so concerned with the ego and the ego it's more like that soul connection exactly i mean the ego so this is in some way you asked why why is it hard to remember dreams in some way our dreams take place on the level of the soul but when we wake up in the morning our ego wakes up too and they're in they're two completely contrasting parts of ourselves that seem kind of split like the soul part that is like i don't care what he looks like i don't care how old i don't care it's like but then there's the ego that's like i I care. Yeah, what is my mom going to think if I bring a 65-year-old man home and I'm like 25, exactly. you know? That kind of stuff. Exactly, but in some way, it's like, who's driving? Who, yeah. Who's in the driver's seat? To me, I put the soul in the driver's seat. The ego can be a part of the package. It's not going to go away. I don't want it to go away, but I don't want it driving. I don't want it being the lead. Anyway, that dream was what led me to my husband, and I swear to God, I'm somebody who has always been a phobic person about relationship. Back alley Sally. I'm in, I'm out. I mean, but I've been married for 15 years. So I think I picked the right guy. Anyway, and there's a lot of stories in this book, Dreams and the Unexplainable, about people that found their soulmate through their dreams. And okay, I'll tell you one thing. I don't know if I've dreamt it, but I, I feel like in my head, I have a really clear picture of picture? what my uh, of what my soulmate's gonna look like but i don't know who he is okay, and i don't know what nationality you... he is but i do want him to be tall <laughs> okay can you but, do the thing where you envision he's he's here with you and I then like close your close. eyes and forget like just f- tap into the energy of him oh, so yeah i can tap into the energy of him so the energy the essence oh. the way your heart feels the way your body feels like that is the most important indicator of who he is because it might be somebody you already know that you'd be like, no, I would never be with him or he's already with somebody because maybe you guys are meant to be together. I feel like I've met men that like are with somebody that have a child with, but our souls, I've had like soul connection. Like we have had a soul connection, but it's like, no, I can't because I'm with somebody and I'm and now I'm not with somebody. But, but one, of the, one of the stories in this book is this, this woman who was in Switzerland on a ski trip when she she was in her early 20s, broke her leg, and the doctor that helped to fix it was way older than her, but she had such a connection with him, and for years, she just like would dream about him. She was married, had a 20-year marriage, and her, and her husband dies, and she, after her husband passed away like a year, she starts having dreams about this doctor from... 30 years before and she's like god i wonder what he's up to now i wonder i mean he's probably older but god who knows anyway she has this dream that there's a woman pushing 
him at her and she wakes up and she realizes i need to look him up and he's in switzerland and she's in the u.s she looks oh him up my he still works at the same hospital i'm getting the i'm cases. like about to cry because yeah. i'm such a hopeless romantic and he was about he's about to retire like in a week from then so if she had called him a week after this he would have been gone he said that his wife just passed away and it was oh and the way she described God. it it was she who is the one that was pushing him the toward wife? her the wife because she's on the other side she wants She's like, I can't be with him. You, you should be together. So they get together and they have been married for years and they are totally in love. And if it wasn't for that dream, they wouldn't be. They would just Gosh. be two lonely people in this world. And dreams song are so powerful. Like, I mean, I just feel I don't really talk to a lot of dream interpreters and, and people mm. like you. I think I love I love a podcast because you can talk to, you don't have to be Mariah Carey or DJ Khaled or, you know, somebody that's in out there that made it a reality show. Like, I love, I think there's so many interesting people on this earth and on this mm. planet that are not celebrities, that do interesting stuff, you know, like <laughs> you. And, and but, so what would you say sets you apart from, from other dream experts? Because I feel oh. like you... You're so easy to listen to. The way oh, you explain you. things and the way you, you know, your voice is very soothing, but it makes you, I, I just feel like sometimes when you talk to experts, mm. they want to make you believe like I'm the expert, you're the student versus like engaging in that conversation, mm. including you and teaching you like, ah, you know what I mean? I do. And I think you're very inclusive when you speak. You're so sweet. I'm going to hang out with you all the time. I'm going <laughs> to stalk you. I'm going to be outside your door every day. It's me again. You shouldn't have given me so many compliments. Yeah. There's, I, I'm a member of the International Association for the Study of Dreams, and I'm the only non-PhD person there. I'm Dr. Dream with quotes around it. That's just what the media started calling me, but it's not like... So I'm a little bit... I've, I've, I've done my own study. I didn't go to a regular, rigorous university. I I've studied with shamans. I've traveled around the world. I've lived in strange places, and I've put my my study as a as a combination of basically thirty years, actually a lifetime, almost fifty years for God's sakes, of my own personal research, and then the research I've done with my with my clients. And yeah. it's all it's it, it it combines astrology. It combines the goddess work that I've done. It combines all this stuff, but mostly it's about empowering the dreamer, and as if to say, I'm really not the expert. I'm here to empower you to understand what your own dreams mean so that you can have the life of your dreams and, yeah. and feel more of that aha moment yourself. And you know, so why, did, why have they uh, touted you the love child of Oprah Winfrey and <laughs> Lucille Ball? I love that. Oh my God. Are you a comedian part-time? No, I'm just a goofball. I mean, I'm not afraid to like, I don't know, trip and fall and like be, you know, call one on myself, but I don't know. I can, I have moments where I can be totally ridiculous and I don't know. Yeah, don't that's know. so cute. That is so cute. So, um, you know, I want to definitely get into, I mean, do we have questions coming in? Maria, our intern, we do? Yeah. Oh my God. Can we see that piece of paper? Because we have, we're live right now on Instagram Yay. and we oh. said, if you guys have any questions, um please please write them to us so oh okay here's it says what does it mean what does it mean when you dream that you get a huge engagement ring 
Oh, I would. Well, it sounds like it, it sounds like you're trying to get married, girl, and you're probably gonna go tell your man that, and you're gonna. That's like a woman dropping hints, right? It could be. It definitely could be. And if it's just, if it really isn't that you're thinking about that, I mean, it really could. I always say when you look at any dream, look at it from the reality perspective. Like, am I wanting to get married right now? Am I dating somebody? Is this a wish fulfillment dream? But then also look at it symbolically. So a ring usually symbolizes commitment. It's usually a statement about that commitment, an outward sign of your commitment. So I would ask the question, what am I committing to? What am I really going to stand for? And a ring is a circle. It represents connection and infinity and eternity. So there's some other symbols in there. If it's a big diamond, it could be about kind of being flashy about it. Mm -hmm. It depends on what's on it. But, you know, I would say every one, one fun thing to do is to imagine that every symbol, every person, everything is you, the dreamer. So it's the ring aspect of yourself. Is it beautiful? Is it, is it prominent? Is it hidden? Is it like, what's, what's happening with that ring in the dream? And that will say something about the dreamer yeah that's true there's there's a difference between dreaming right and mm. like breaking it down and defining it like you mm-hmm. versus saying mm. i really want to get married i've been with this guy for six years <laughs> he hasn't even talked marriage like that's well, being realistic but about it, it could be this dream i mean if this is that person because you're very intuitive yourself so maybe this is what's happening with her so i would say maybe it's about being committed to yourself like loving yourself first putting yourself first like getting a ring on your own finger and not waiting for somebody to do it and maybe that will make you more attractive and that will up level the ability for this person to come and run after you instead of you having to run after them. Yes, ladies, don't be out there running after men, okay? No. So coming back, uh, we we're going to answer a few more of your questions. This other one says, what does it mean when you dream that you're so in love with the guy that you've never met? So we're coming back to that question <gasps> and we're also going to tap into these juicy love, sex, relationship, dream questions, okay? Coming right back, it's getting juicier and that's how we like to do it here on Risky with Roxy and Ruby. <laughs> What's up, guys? It's Macy Kate, and you're listening to Amber Rose Presents Risque with my girls, Roxy and Ruby, on CBS's Play.it. Oh, my gosh. So we are back. This dream talk with our lovely Kelly Sullivan Walden is amazing. Uh, Thank you so much for these goodies, the Love, Sex, and Relationship Dream Dictionary, because a lot of times I wake up in the morning, and I'm like, you know, I go on Google, and I'm like, dreamdictionary.com. Why did I? The other day, I had a dream Mm. that, oh, my God. I had a dream that I was spooning with A-Rod. Okay. Were you the little spoon or the big spoon? I was the little spoon. Oh. And I was, and mind you, there's been a lot of my, like my own relationship stuff going on with me. So I know all of it is kind of like symbolic of that. Okay. But I was like, oh my God, um, I love Jennifer Lopez. I've always, Mm -hmm. I've followed her career and I, you know, her development. Mm -hmm. And I was like, there's no way I could do anything with you because you're J-Lo's man. Oh. Like, I don't like, I don't even know how I ended up in your arms. This is crazy. But it was. Did you think that in the dream while it was happening or when you woke up? In the dream. Okay. And when I woke up. Okay. Because it's like that girl code. Like, no. Okay. Okay. You're not going to cross that line. All You're right. fine. And thank you for the embrace. But no. Okay. So can I throw in? Yeah. A little? All right. So I would say you said that you're going through a transition in yes. a real life relationship. Well, uh, here's five years. Oh, that's big. That's massive. Okay. So 
one thing about dreams is that it's like the ultimate, what do you call that? The free pass or the hall pass? Because in dreams, you can't be unfaithful because everyone in your dream is a part of you. So this is the A-Rod part of yourself that was taking care of you, that was that had your back. The masculine part of yourself that's like, I've got you, baby. I mean, if you were the big spoon, then that would be totally different. But you were being protected and covered like, up. Like, I desire that. Yeah. I do desire that in real life. Exactly. So it was kind of like, I mean, I would imagine if I was at the end of a five-year relationship, I'd be feeling kind of vulnerable and a little bit sad and heartbroken. And this dream feels like it's the perfect antidote to that. Like, I'm going to get you spooned up by somebody, not just any old hot guy, but A-Rod, somebody that you put like, whoo, on a pedestal. And because he's associated with J-Lo, who's also somebody that is an aspect of you. So in a way, she's kind of in the dream by association. That's a part of you as well, like super celebrity like gorgeous which you already are but like oh thank you oh yeah so this is this is to me is about the masculine and the feminine coming together and creating wholeness like a rapid healing so that you're going to come through this way quicker than oh my gosh i'm gonna put um i'm gonna put your name and number kelly in my phone when (laughs) i have a weird jump be like kelly what does this mean you have to do that because you make me understand dreams so much better than the internet ever could (laughs) <laughs> well, and it, it's just holographic looking at it like how, what's going on in my life right now. I've got a dream interpretation formula that you can look at your dreams from if you want me to. Throw yeah, that I definitely need that. Okay. So. So, OK, let's talk about these these juicy love, sex, relationship, dream questions. Okay. You know, um, do men and women dream differently? They do. I mean, there's a lot of things that we have in common, for sure. But usually sexual dreams that women have tend to have more of a relationship component to it. It tends to be about love or a connection. And sometimes it can just be random body parts doing bump and grind, for sure. But it's usually there's a relationship connection part to it a lot of times men's sexual dreams can can be more random can be more like I just need to like fill this need or scratch this itch or it can be more about like I'm going to rescue her from the burning building and then we'll make love or I'm going to be in this hot rod driving down the road it's more like you know men kind of like more of the action adventure movies women like more romance movies it's kind of like that in our dreams as well and when you see clients um, do you get women that when they do have erotic dreams because that's valid it's a dream right oh do they God. feel guilty for having nasty dreams more than men do i've i, I would be like that I've bring ever, it on the only uh. the only sex dreams that men feel a little iffy about is if it's with a woman that they never would be with i mean like it's in dreams your your subconscious mind doesn't yeah. discriminate about like what's appropriate and what isn't it's because it, everyone's a symbol you so, know so yeah. do you would you say kelly because i i just feel like even the, the, like i i read and I study about the mind and the subconscious mind and sometimes I feel honest to God like sometimes I feel that the subconscious mind is more powerful than the mind well and 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 it's but it's like we try to repress and mm. and it's like it's in the back of our dome but the reality is those it feels sometimes that the subconscious mind manifests itself quicker than your thoughts that are in your present mind. Right. Well, right? according like to the American Hypnosis Association, and I'm a part of that, the I'm right, conscious huh? mind, yeah, is at best 12%. People are saying it's more like 5% I of our of our that. mind. 88% is our subconscious mind. So our subconscious mind is like feeling stuff. Like, I'm attracted to this person, but the conscious mind saying, no, you're not. That person's married. and you're, But it's like your subconscious mind is way 
more powerful. And it's so it's the ideal thing. This is why I love dreams, because when you remember a dream in your conscious mind, it's like you're bridging the gap between your conscious and subconscious mind so that they can be on the same page. So you're not working against yourself and you can be a more powerful manifestor. Because it can feel like that sometimes. Why do you think God created like that, created the mind to work that way? Well, in some way, it feels like having a conscious mind makes it possible for us to do the stuff we need to do here on earth. And having a subconscious mind means that we're connected to infinity, not just our own past lives and our own suppressed feelings, but we're connected to so much. In some way, it's like a computer. There's so much that goes on in the hard drive behind the scenes, and then there's the stuff that shows up on... Yeah. You know, it's like we're like that. So the conscious mind is the stuff that shows up on the surface. The subconscious is like all the data but that that's goes on really, for miles But that's us. really the stuff that's making... It worked. Exactly. If it wasn't for all that, the little chips and the coding, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. Right. And that is so wild. But we'd be more powerful. We'd be more effective if we embraced all of it and were interested and at least curious about, well, what does make me tick behind the scenes? What's in my blind spot that I can't see that's causing all of these things to happen that's getting in the way of me having the relationship that I really want or the love or the sex that I really desire? If you're open and curious and you being being this awesome host, you're curious, you're going to find the answers that you need. One thing you can do is to ask the questions right before you go to sleep because that is the best time. What do you mean? I I call it setting a dream declaration that means that before you go to sleep because you're kind of beginning the process of stepping into that special wacky world of dreams but your conscious mind it's like sends a memo to your unconscious mind saying i want information about my love life i want to know am i supposed to be with this person or not how am i going to make money what are the lottery numbers whatever your question is ask it right then before you go to sleep meditate on it as you go to sleep and when you wake up in the morning, write down the, the first dream that you remember or the only dream you remember and consider that that is an answer to the question that you posed right before you went to sleep. And there's wow. always magic in that. Dream declaration. I've never mm-hmm. heard of that before. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Dream declarations are going to become <laughs> part of my daily, <laughs> nightly routine. Awesome. Wow. So this question is coming in from Cassandra. She says, she says, wow, this is interesting and powerful. I even want to know the answer to this. Can you control <laughs> your dreams to revive an ailing relationship? Oh, absolutely. <gasps> you can. I mean, there's such thing as lucid dreaming and, and it's a study and there's people that work really hard at this and, and some people work hard and they never get a lucid dream. So here's a fix for that because I'm not somebody that easily lucid dreams. What you can do before you go to sleep or when you wake up in the morning, it's kind of like at the bookends, the, the right before you sleep and what, when you wake up in the morning are the times to do your, your manifestation work regarding your dreams. You can envision how you wish it would go. You can imagine that that relationship that you said it's an ailing relationship. Imagine that it's a dream. How would you change the dream around? In our waking life, we only have so many options because we. it's like I'm either going to show up in lingerie or I'm going to play hard to get. But in dreams, you can do so much more. You can go on a magic carpet with this person. You can go into the future. You can go into the past. You can bring in a spirit guide. You can bring in a genie. You can like, you can fall in love. You can do whatever you want to do in that dream. So scratch the itch yourself. Like envision what you're wanting yourself, Cassandra, like to the max. And then see what, and then imagine that either before you go to sleep or when you wake up in the morning. And 
and know that you're contributing in some way. You're realigning the, it's like you're wiring in your subconscious mind toward manifesting that. We could talk about more about that. Wow, that that is powerful. I mean, and it's just kind of like everything is energy, right? Because, I mean, it's like I could be thinking like the other day I was thinking about somebody that I know that just lost their mom mm. and I was like you know what that's weird but he, this person had told me he had just broken up with his ex-girlfriend so I figured oh you give your friend some space to right. mourn and mourning a lot of mourning right loss of a relationship yeah. a loss of a mother so I was like I wanted to be there for my friend but at the same time I didn't want to intrude and and he called me Oh, actually, he hadn't, he hadn't told me about his mom's passing, and he calls me, and he said, I said, what's up? Like, I didn't hear from you for Thanksgiving. Everything okay? I know you're going through your, I don't, I don't want to be on you. I, I know you're just, like, grieving. I, I don't know. I feel like men and women grieve relationships differently. Yeah. You yeah, know, so I, sure. but I know when I was grieving my relationship the first month, I didn't even want to be bothered. I was like, thank you for checking on me, but all I want to do is cry, and I don't right. want to be around nobody. So just right. leave me alone. So I was trying to, trying to respect his space. So I was like, what's up? I was like, you get back with your ex-girlfriend? He's like, hell no. I was like, what's He's like, my mom passed away. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh my God. And I said, I was thinking about you a lot. And I I got this vibe to call you, but I didn't want to intrude in your space. He's like, you should have. Because Ooh. the day you were thinking of me, that's the day my mom passed. Ooh, so it, it was, wow. it was, it, and I feel like it comes down a lot of times to Kelly, to intuition. Yeah. I think like, I, like me. And I think a lot of people listening to this right now, I mm-hmm. feel like my intuition is never off. Right. Yeah. That first thought, the five second rule. They and say. especially yeah. when something keeps continuously coming back up, like I have a feeling mm, like, you know what I mean? Like there's just like this, mm, mm, like I know Do there's it. more to the story. It's better to risk it. I always say if, you, if you're dreaming about somebody or thinking about them, just take the risk and call them because more often than not, it, it is right at the perfect time. In answer to Cassandra's question, there's a dream in this book about a relationship that's like on the verge of divorce. Which book? And dreams and the unexplainable. Chicken soup? Oh, chicken the, soup for the and soul. And the woman asks for a dream. And actually, this is what I tell people. The shortcut of it all is right before you go to sleep, tell your dreams, give me some kind of a message to help me figure out how to fix this or just fix it. Like dreams, you do it. Do it for me because your dreams will do the heavy lifting. So in this dream, this woman, she's having a dream that she's at her husband's funeral and all these people are crying and she's crying and she's like, oh my God, oh my God, I really love him and I can't believe we're not going to have a future together. And there's and all of a sudden she's present to how much she loves him and and how sad she is. She wakes up from that dream, rolls over, and her husband's laying next to her. She checks to make sure he's breathing. He is. And she makes love to him right there on the spot. And she changes her whole way of thinking about him because of that dream. And their relationship got rekindled. completely reset because of that dream. So you can ask. I'm like, my ex-boyfriend is gone. I can't no, no, jump no. over and but make love to him be, anymore. It might not uh, be about him. No, no, no. Sometimes it is appropriate to burn the house down and like Jesus. move on. I should have done that the last day. He just jumped on him and made love I'm to sure him. you did that many <laughs> times during those five years. And you know what? The, and it the, ain't over if it's meant to be then you know and, it, and you know what kelly around. like this relationship from to me has been different because he broke up with me and it's the first time that a guy's ever broken up with me Goodbye. so it's been like he broke up with me it affected my heart and my ego and that's oh. me being a thousand percent honest with myself thank you thank that, you for that that it's it's affected my heart because i truly love him and but it's affected and i'm not afraid to say that i even right. made a youtube video talking about this because i think a lot of people visualize a lot of strong women right. that are goal-oriented career-oriented as like oh 
you know, growing up, my mom said I couldn't cry. Strong women don't break. Roxy, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, no, actually, I'm human, and I'm going to relate to a lot of people, and people are going to relate to me. God bless you. And and I've chosen to be vulnerable in walking through this and talking about it to help others heal because I'm healing in the most rawest form right now. Oh, I don't even have enough. I'm not even interested in anybody else. Like, I'm... So if this were a dream, which on some level we're always dreaming, this is a dream to some degree, you can, you can, you're the director of the dream and the dream isn't over until you're on top, until you're empowered. So if this were a dream, I would, and I was in your dream with you, I would say, declare that this breakup is the best thing that ever happened to you because the things that you're learning, the things that you're opening to that like crack in your heart, that broken heart is an open heart. You're going to become 10,000 times more lovable, more (gasps) wise, more compassionate, more beautiful, more appealing. And it's not, it's not just in your love life, but in your career as well. Like so many good things are going to come as a direct result of this heartache because you are amen i declare this to be the truth universe because when you're this powerful like people don't assume there's any vulnerability and they they look up to you but that's wild to me kelly how people just don't it's like okay i am a human being wear that on your sleeve but now you are so it's like oh my god you're accessible everybody has heartache and most people would go yeah but she doesn't i mean she's already perfect but to but now people fall in love with you even more and you're going to be the wisdom is already starting to come in i mean your life is going to be a thousand times better at some point you'll thank him for having broken your heart my first love broke my heart and like dumped me and left me on the side of the road and he's the one that i have these recurring dreams about but it's like if it wasn't for that my I might be a little bit snobby I might be a little bit arrogant and a little bit disgusting like but because my heart has been broken it's very times actually I feel like I've got nothing to be arrogant about I've not got just a bigger wider open heart yeah because of that so I say thank you for leaving me on the side of the road like roadkill yeah it's okay because I'm better for it it's thank seriously you. a humbling experience it, it's been so humbling for me of like wow like yeah you are all that in a bag of chips but somebody still left you and it's like I never thought I'd be in that situation but now I could relate to people that have been broken up with mm-hmm. and people that have done the breaking up with. And that was always my story. I was always the one like, yep, I left them. Yep, I left them. Right. Well, guess what? Life was like, no, you need to be left yeah. so you can know what you've made your exes feel like. And it doesn't feel the best, but I'm, Ooh. you know, every day I wake up and I'm like, I have a purpose. I'm still alive. I have a lot to do in this planet still. Right. And here we are. You know, it's only really, I mean, I love the saying, if the train doesn't stop at your station, it's not your train. Or if the train, the train like moves on without you, then it's not your train. That means that there's another train that's coming for you. And, and, but if you're running after that train that left you, then you're going to miss the train that's coming around the corner for you. Ah, Kelly, you're amazing. I could do a whole hour with you. Seriously. (laughs) Let's do it. And you know what? Hopefully that train that's coming is like a, like a, speed train on my way to Geneva just kidding yeah <laughs> on my way to, to Italy doctor. I don't want it to be the Amtrak I want it to be like a bullet train out oh, in Europe oh yeah can it be like a upgraded I'm train with you <laughs> yeah can we go together that'd be fun oh my god you are amazing what is your website so people can follow you on You're social so media um, Kelly Sullivan Walden uh, or you can just go to I had the strangest dream dot com 
both of those will take you to my website. And on social media, Facebook is Kelly Sullivan Walden, Dr. Dream, Dr. spelled all the way out. Yes. And on Twitter, it's Kelly S. Walden, Instagram, Kelly S. Walden. Okay, and she gave us um, extra books, Ooh. The Love, Sex, and Relationship Dream Dictionary, and The Chicken Soup for the Soul Dreams and the Unexplainable, 101 Eye-Opening Stories About Premonitions and Miracles, and we are going to be giving this away on our Instagram, Risque Roxy Ruby. So make sure you uh, leave a comment and tell us what your wildest sex dream was. Like, who, who, what celebrity did you or date? Or weirdest. Yeah, what celebrity <laughs> did you dream with? I was like, why oh, A-Rod yeah. and J-Lo? Because maybe my next relationship is going to be with a celebrity, a hunk that is just taller than me and just wants to, like, hold my waist from the back and kiss my neck. Oh. I love when a man could just see my femininity. I My next man is going to be able to see that. I know it because I'm so that, mm. you know? Oh, and then some. Oh, then, yeah. I love Kelly. Can she come back? Yes. <laughs> can I please? She can. Yeah, we want you back, Kelly, for real. You are amazing. I love you guys. This yeah. is so fun. And we can talk about all your books that you've written. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Thank yes. you. Maybe you'll, be, you'll end up in one of my books next time. I'll, <laughs> I'll write about your relationship dream and, and how that that saga unfolds yeah it's, it's gonna be, be a great ending to this saga yes, i feel it. it i'm gonna be married with twins like in five years oh i think one of my eyelashes is falling oh it's gone this is that what happens someone's thinking about you right then that person your dream man was thinking about you right then as that eyelash fell right there on your cheek okay that was perfect kelly was you're amazing synchronicity like for real she's gonna be my 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 dream bff interpreter you're I coming back. You back we'll see you guys next week this has been another Another episode of Risque with Roxy and Ruby. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.